Straight from the heart by Loose Change. I knew that. Didn't know that. Benzito told me that. It's quarter past nine if you're watching the time. Let's talk to somebody else that's celebrating. Uh, Sundowns fans obviously celebrating their victory today. But Morocco Swallows back into the Absa Premiership in five years. Uh, they call <laughs> This article so tough. Five years in the football wilderness. Swallows will fly high in the top flight again next season. David Mokhashwa, chairperson of Swallows, joins us. David, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Five years in the wilderness, and now the birds are flying high. Eh? It's so <laughs> high that you can't catch them. Not quite the wilderness. I mean, the first division is still pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive, but I must say, um, there was just one season. There's been three seasons where the yes. birds were just flying everywhere, and there was only one big bird that was flying with a solid replica and no one else, and that bird is called the MEC of we'll talk about that in a moment but I just want to go back in history a little bit it's when you look at Swallows history one of the two Soweto clubs um, Soccer League 65 the Mainstay Cup in the 80s Bob Save Bowl in the 80s and the 90s uh, Top 8 Sales House Cup Absa Cup winners 2004 Nedbank Cup 2009 uh, the history of this club is immense is it still not- there is it still going to be around it's not just uh, that it's a rich history. That mm. history has got to be preserved. So that's why the team had to come back and make sure that that history continues to go beyond our generation. So we had to make sure that the Dewey Bates comes back and uh, compete. Mm. It's you and Pirates that started Soweto in Soweto, right? The real Soweto Derby is coming. It's going to be Pirates <laughs> versus Swallows. I just, I just hope that our first game is not against Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> but you also do in it. You almost do in a way. It's, it's almost poetic, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. It is. It is. So we're excited. Our fans are excited. We're getting new members now. So yeah, we're very happy. Uh, let's talk about the, this build-up. As you said, Pinyaza Lusufi getting behind it. Some money's been invested into the club as well. Talk us through the journey that you've gone through over the last couple of years. It's not just money, it's buckets, buckets of money. Remember, Solos was relegated uh, 25th into the first division and then to from first division to the ABC, from ABC to the SAB leagues. Um, a new setup had to be put up in uh, Rotorport to the LFA. So Solos has been, has, been, has been there and done it, you know. So, you know, it was somewhere where it was not supposed to be. We had to make sure that this team comes back to professional football. Last year, we bought the status of Maccabi FC. We then changed the name to Solis FC. We won the championship. We are now back in the premiership. What's your view on buying your way up? Look, we, we tried in, uh, in the ABC. Um, it's, it's a very, very difficult league because remember that league, each province plays uh, 16 teams and then you've got nine provinces. So it's a very difficult league. It was going to take us a bit longer to get back into professional. We could have bought a PSL status, mm. but we decided to get the ABC and our stripes in the ABC and the, I'm sorry, sorry, in the Glad Africa yeah. and then go to PSL. See, so I mean, yeah, you're right. You did play your way up. You won, you won it. You deserve it, right? We won it. We deserve it. First, one season in the Glad Africa, mm. we won it. Almost similar like what happened today. Ajax was at some point leading the, uh, the league by nine points. Yes. And then at the end, Solos came and grabbed the, the, the league. I was Chiefs was leading, 
and this is what happened. We uh, don't have to go there. That was going to be my next question. We spoke to IS Cape Town just before the lockdown, uh, the game started. Nine points ahead. I was saying, well, why don't we just give you the trophy? At what point did you, as a club, say, actually, you know, we could go on and win this? We actually believe that we can win this because, remember, Ajax still had to play Carlos. And we believe that there was no way that um, we could uh, just sit and wait for playoffs while Ajax gets the league. Because remember, there was some, at some stage, there were talks that Ajax um, could be given the league, uh, the, the championship, and then we wait for the playoffs. Mm. Um, we, we dismissed that outright because look at why, who's number three now. It's TTM. Yes. And before the bubble, it was Utoati. So that means TTM would have been denied the opportunity to go to the playoffs. So it was either we all play or we cancel the league. So that's where the rumors came from that the Board of Governors might be canceling the league. It was either we all play or we all cancel, you know. Mm. And, and as a team in the, in the back room, did, were there, was there always the, the thought that you could go on and win the title? When we got to position three, then that's when we realized that we can do this. Because when we got our coach, um, to, uh, Brandon Futter, when we were at position 15, we just asked nicely to please just save the status, maintain, and stay in the top eight. Mm. And he had other ideas. The <laughs> guy came in and he worked hard. He won eight games. You know, he played eight games without losing. And then we found ourselves in the top, uh, in the top eight mm. and competing for the league. So, we, you know, we believed that we could do it. Now there's the big step that you have to take up and prove that you deserve to be in the ABSA Premiership uh, that, and that'll have a different name next year. Are there going to be any changes you're going to make as chairperson? You, you, you actually putting it mildly, the giant leap that we're going to be taking, you know. You, you've been in the wilderness for five years going to the PSL. Is like, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm hoping that we don't have to play Pirates in our first game. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so there will be some changes. Um, it, I wouldn't call them changes. I'd say additions because the technical team want to make some additions to the team. They are going to be the technical team that's taking Soros forward. Okay. The coach will remain and his technical team will remain. There are some players will remain. Depending on who the coach wants to bring in, then we'll take those players in and then um, incorporate them into the team and take the team forward. Okay, so you're getting more depth to be able to handle the, those tough games. Definitely, we have to. We have to. When when you look at the difference in levels, I mean, the the competition, it, it, as we are saying, Glad Africa is, is not an easy league. It's very tight, and as you said, who knows who was going to win at the top? Why is it such a big step when you get up to the to the Premiership? It's always that Glad Africa, not even the Glad Africa League. The, the ABC Mutsipa is more difficult than the Glad Africa yeah. Championship, and the Glad Africa Championship is more difficult than the PSL. <laughs> But the PSL is more sophisticated than Great Africa. So you need to make sure that you, you match the sophistication of PSL so that you can compete. So you cannot just go there and say, because Great Africa uh, Championship is more difficult than PSL, you will go there with the same players and compete there. Mm. You'll, get, um, you'll, you, you, you'll get ridiculous score. You'll get rugby, uh, rugby scores there. The best way is to make sure that you match the sophistication of uh, of the PSL. Mm. And what makes it, what makes the Glad Africa more uh, difficult? It's only because not all the games are televised. Right. So okay. you, you are you, the PSL guys are unable to read the games. Mm. That's why mm. you you had Barocca beating Chiefs a couple of years ago because they did not really know what Barocca was, you know. Mm. So, but now. With more games being televised, we just have to make sure that we understand each other and we match up the sophistication. You can see when Chiefs play, they've got something on their backs. Yeah, you know, that's 
on their JVs. There's something protruding the, yes. the heart rate monitor. The so you, when you get the... Yes, yes, yes. You have to match that kind of sophistication so that you, you are able to compete. If you can't compete at that level, then you might as well go back. Yeah, a little birdie was telling me, I was, I was having a guy, he's a Chiefs fan, I was having a little go at him and he was telling me about sundowns and saying, you know, they got a number of video analysts, they got the fitness trainer, conditioners, the full bench doesn't hurt as well. It, it's more in football than just 11 men running on a field for 90 minutes these days. No, exactly, exactly that. I mean, even as we, the people you see on the bench, we've got more people sitting on the grandstand watching the game, analyzing and video analyzers and all those. Mm. So if you don't have uh, those kind of technical uh, um, capabilities, you'll be, you'll find it very difficult to compete because you're just having your coaches sitting on the bench there and there's no one else doing another analysis except for watching the next game that you're going to play. And that doesn't work because they can change the formation, change the players, what do you do? So you have to fully understand the team that you're going to face. Uh, let's talk about the team that you're going to have. As you said, it's going to include some new names. Uh, I've got an old team list in front of me where you had quite a, a lot of internationals. Is that going to be part of the goal or is it, are you going to stay, try and stay local? Look, we want to try and stay local because when we stay local, not only do we benefit Solos as a club, we also benefit Valofana because if we can develop better players, those players can then have an opportunity to play for the country. Now, I'm very excited going to the PSL because we have to now um, introduce two new structures, the under-15 and the under-21. So the development will be there, will, uh, will empower new young players, mm-hmm. local players that will be able to compete. And I believe in youngsters. Yes, we have Vuyo at Swallows, we've got Cheese Boy, we've got Virgil Fries. Those guys have been there, they've guided the youngsters. It is very important to have a bit of experience with the team. But the future is the young guys. And a women's team? Um, not at this stage, no, not at this stage. Okay. We have to get our, our, our first team stable and then mm-hmm. get our developments. Once we have everything um, running smoothly, then we can look at other divisions. Okay. What's the, what's the goal? As a chairperson, you obviously have a goal that you've put out in front. What have you told the players? Look, we were going through the premiership for the... It will be our first season now. The main goal is they must just go there, stay in the safe zone, but then compete. They must make sure that they, are don't, they don't get relegated. Mm-hmm safe zone in the top eight and then they can compete from there but you can't compete from the, the bottom so if you're not in the safe zone then you're not competing you're fighting for your life so we want them to stay in the safe zone and then compete from there alright so not even a top eight you're just happy to stay in the league look not that we're happy to stay in the league for this, for next season that will be the primary goal to stay in the league but safe zone include the top eight so we must be in the top eight at least yeah <laughs> okay yeah, that, we must be in the top eight that's always the first one let's let's try and get in the top half and then we'll take it from there that's, a, that, that's, a, that's exactly what we did with the great Africa championship right. when we were at number 15 we said let's go into the top eight and then we'll take it from there we got into the top eight and look at where we are now there's a nice Trophy sitting on my desk. <laughs> is that where it is on your desk? On my desk, yeah, that's where it is. Do you have to give it back? I'm, I look, I look at it every day. It inspires me yeah. to now start thinking about an MTN eight when we go into the into the Premiership. Do you have to give it back? I wish we could defend it, but yeah, we can't defend. It. We don't want to defend. It. No, you don't want to defend. It. There's one thing you don't want to <laughs> no, do. No, you don't want to defend. Want to defend it. The only way you defend is that need to go back to the Glad Africa Championship, and that's not our intention. No, David, as chairperson of Morocco Swallows, what do you make of the the playoffs that happen in the first division? Should should there be playoffs, or is it two up, two down? But the, the, 
that, that will be up to the board of governors to decide. Yeah, but, what's um, your view, David? Would be, my, my, my view, my view is that uh, two must go down, two must go up. Right. It's, it's not as simple as that. Yeah, this, the playoffs are very complicated and, and exhausting. Mm. Now look at the league. Now the league has officially ended, but now other teams are still going to compete. I mean, if you are at number fifteen, you must go down, and then the top two must go up. Especially now with the bubble. So those those players now have to remain in the bubble for another week or so. The players have to remain in the bubble for another week or so. But not only that, the club owners now have to pay for that extra week. Right. The PSL is not paying for that extra week. The club owners must pay for the extra week of being in the bubble. And uh, it's, it's not a, a pop-and-flace type of cost. You know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a serious cost, yeah. Mm. Uh, speaking yeah. of costs, uh, have you got the money to be able to compete next year? We've always competed, and uh, and I think uh, we are one of the clubs that have spent more money and more time preparing for this bubble. That's why we came out uh, with the results that we came out with. So when you are prepared for something, you have to make sure that you have the budget for it. We are prepared for the PSL, and we have the budget for it. Okay. i got some questions for you. I want to see how right Wikipedia is. Should we, should we try something? Let's try. All right. Who, which Swallows player has started the most games for the club? They're, they're, you're talking about the Glad Africa Championship. No, no, no. In, in the club. Ever, ever. Now you're picking my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Andres, Andres Mpondo started 395. Andres Chaka Chaka Mpondo, yes. Go. Yes, yes. Uh, who's, yes. Who scored the most goals for uh, Morocco Swallows FC? Uh, I'd be taking a guess, yeah, and say... Um, Thomas Flongwane. Oh, Thomas Flongwane scored seventy-three goals for the club, Uh, and (laughs) we we, we, we don't have that anymore. eh? What's that? Um, Seventy-three goals. Now we've got a we've got a golden boot at sixteen goals. Yeah, yes, you don't keep all together. What was yeah? And finally, there's there's a record defeat and a record win. So, what was the record win in the National Soccer League? What's the most mm-hmm. goals scored by you guys ever? Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to have eight, the eight nil against African Wanderers back in 1991. Yeah, that must have yes. been a good year. Nin- and Nin- I, 1991. I was still in the village at the time. But I'm gonna go even further back for the wor- the worst defeat ever was in 1985. Uh, in the Sells House uh-huh. Cup, when Hellenic beat Morocco Swallows six goals to two. Okay, now now, now you're embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no six goals to two next season, and we got that, David. We agree. No, we are trying. We we, we, are, we will try by all means to avoid that. It is not going to happen. Not with Swallows. No, definitely not. The the highest we considered this um, this season was um, three. Uh, ben Zito, my producer, wants to know: Are you bringing in other clubs, other other help and support for you guys as you go in? Former legends as well. Look, that's going to be up to the technical team because we don't want to um, interfere with the technical team. Mm-hmm. Currently, we've got Fanny Madida, who's um, a technical advisor. We've got Brendan Tuta, who's the head coach. So those two guys will have to sit and decide who they want to bring in. Um, from development side and up to the first team. Because in the first team, there's Brandon Truter. He's got his two assistants, mm-hmm. uh, who's Lou Makura and Coach Ely, um, assisted by um, the goalkeeper coach, who's uh, Coach Hannes. So they have to now decide who they want to bring in and where are those people going to to, to, to be um, assisting them. Because remember, 
football has evolved, you know. So that's one thing that we have to remember. Yeah. Why we can't bring in people because they, they have been um, uh, part of the history and then just come and bring them in to fire them, you know, because if there's no results, unfortunately, we have to pack them. So people that come in have to be ready for uh, for mm-hmm. the task. David, great chatting to you. Good luck to you and the team, and hopefully we'll talk to you through the season next season. No, thank you very much, and uh, good evening to your listeners. David Mohashwe, chairperson of Morocco Swallows. Good luck to them. It's a big step up, and it's good to see Swallows. And I do kind of hope that it's Swallows against Pirates, the opening game. That was that would be poetic to see them go again. He doesn't want to play against Pirates, but I think it would be great.